like the last couple nights. No, your face just reminded me of a Muppet. That's why I couldn't stop laughing. Cause like, cause your 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 skin is real nice. It's real smooth. Your beard is real like it's so groomed, and your hair is curly that it almost looked fake. And you just reminded me of a Muppet. Welcome to Church and Other Drugs. <laughs> You're so <laughs> weird, dude. First with the odd, like odd. Early two thousands baked bean references. All right, we'll we'll put now the Muppet congregation. If I say to you, roll that beautiful bean footage. Do you know what I'm talking about? Hit us up. Hit us up. John thinks that he hasn't. That no one's going to know what that is. I digress and super obscure. It's, it's a super a, obscure it's the opposite of obscure. It'd be you like you had to go through you had to like tell me the whole shtick for me to remember. It'd be like if I said to you like what's up? That was a much more popular campaign. It was e- or, equal, um, I will say equally or where's the beef? Oh, dude, those were such way bigger campaigns. No, they weren't. I don't think they yes, were. Yes, they were. They were for show. Or uh New York City. New York City. Yeah, that was, that was I still, <laughs> that was I still, whenever, whenever, uh, whenever someone says they're from New York, I still say that. I, I said that in a meeting the other night because some dude is from visiting from New York, and I was all New York City. New York City. I've also done that in a meeting. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> it, it usually plays well. It does. I got I got some chuckles. It's usually like the older crowd that understands it, though. Um, what's wrong with you? Why are you in a bad mood? I'm not. You just tired? Yeah, what's... I just forgot that we were doing this, and then I remembered, and I was like, "Fuck!" I hate talking to Jed. I know. I get that feeling. If if anybody mm-hmm. wonders, it's a chore. Like it, it, talking. I love our congregation. I love this podcast. You are a chore. I have to say. Oh, hey, by the way, happy four-year anniversary. Thank you. There it is. Thank you. Four years sober, mostly. You know you know how I spent mostly, yeah, yeah. We're not going to talk <laughs> about, you know, that trip to South America with the DMT. That's but, right. Uh, just kidding. Um, or am I? We'll leave it up to you. Um, hey, Oob. You know how I spent my four years? Um, masturbating alone at home? Uh, close in crippling depression. (laughs) It was like, so it was, it was our churches. It was also our church's five year anniversary. So that was cool. So I played music that morning. It went well. Everything was good. I went and watched the saints game. We won. And then around three o'clock, I hated my life and like everything is meaningless. And what am I doing? That sucks. I know, but I got out. I think it was uh, that I just crashed on all my morning caffeine. I think it might have been that simple, and I just, uh, my mind will follow. I don't know why the fuck. I felt felt real. So, like, I went on vacation, and it was, like, incredible, awesome, kick-ass vacation, right? And then I got back, and I had, and I felt like shit for a week. And I think it was a couple things. I w- haven't been eating well, but I think the biggest thing is, like, there is a real, there's definitely, like, emotional hangover is real. Oh yeah, like, real thing. So I was really high, high, high for like a week with my family, and then just crash. Yeah, back to reality. Yeah, they, yeah. I could. It could have been some of that too, because it was like. 
there's the build up to the day and then you yeah. know and then i mean facebook's great it's nice hearing all the nice things people have to say and you get all the likes but then it's like then you just kind of like crash it's just then, it, right. then it's like it's it's yeah does everyone deal with this stuff you think is this um, i think so i think so and yeezy has even been texting with uh the owner of twitter and trying to get on the horn with zuck to like not allow or to not show likes on posts anymore is that is that kanye is that factual that was kanye's idea that's yeah. true Wow. Yeah, he posted he posted um, text mess screenshots of text messages on Instagram. Wow. I mean, not that like it's yeah. Gonna, yeah he's gonna be like, you know what, Kanye? I don't want seventeen billion dollars. You're right. I'll just <laughs> no. Nah, he said that's actually a really good point. Like, let's talk about but it. But they designed it that way on purpose. Like Facebook for sure. Yeah. Twitter is different. Well, Twitter just needs to crash and burn anyway. Like. I still stand. Like I, st- I still stand by my argument. What benefit? Give me some benefits. News, real time. Okay. Happenings. Reddit can also be used for that. Reddit's for super nerds. It is not. It is. It's it for is. nerdy nerds, McNerder faces. Man, I it's hate for you. Mc McLovin nerds like you. Uh, but seriously, all it's doing now is just you know the like. Twitter's uh, ad campaign should be, do you like your career or, or are you ready for a career change? Join Twitter. We'll get you, fi- <laughs> we'll get you fired pronto. Would you yeah. like, oh, did you hear? I, I I haven't, I don't know if this, I'm pretty sure it's confirmed, whatever. I'm just going to go with it. Um, but supposedly they, you know how they're uh, relaunching um, the Roseanne show without Roseanne? Yeah, it's awesome. And they're they're ki- supposedly they're killing her. her. Yeah, via opioid overdose. Oh, I heard that she leaked how they're killing her off, but I didn't read how. Yeah, opioid overdose, dude. Oh, well, that's not that's what actually if, not surprising. For what would, I mean, if you're gonna go there, why did they should have just been like ambient overdose? <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know. That's kind of fucked. I guess they, you know, whatever. I guess maybe they're going to try to make a point out of it. I hope so. Like a, I hope like they a for treated yeah. delicately. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's weird stuff. Um, yeah, your weird stuff. You, you. Did you hear about the billionaire who um, bought out the whole first trip around the moon on SpaceX? No. Yeah, he bought out like every seat on the first trip around the moon. And he's bringing a whole bunch of artists, and you can submit submissions. He's bringing like a painter, a musician, a videographer, a poet, like blah 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 blah. What? I was ready to be like, Isn't what an asshole! Dope? He bought it out, and now I eat my words. Very good. I know. Him. I thought the same thing too. That's cool. I mean, it, how rad is that? Yeah, that's pretty rad. It's pretty Ho- rad. Hopefully, we won't have like a challenger situation. Listen, should, why you got to put that? Should I have you even said that? I don't no. know. Man. No, you shouldn't have. Um, you know, they're going to be real disappointed when they get up there and they hit the firmament and they're not even able to <laughs> get out of the atmosphere. They're going to be disappointed when they get up there and they see that the earth is actually like a coin shape because it's flat as fuck. That's what I'm saying. They're going to go up and just go pink and they're just going to bounce off the firmament. And Oh, is that the flat earth? There's a there's Yeah, it's like- a dome. That's the dome. 
Oh, there's a dome. What's outside of the dome? Mm-hmm. Space, I think. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Doesn't really say. I don't know. It just it just says uh yeah, the firmament held up that... by the pillars of the earth, the four there's corners, a... the four pillars. Holds there's up the a firmament. diagram. There's a diagram of like the dome and a flat bottom, and then above it is just the emoji of the guy with his hands, like nobody knows. That's... <laughs> <laughs> we are still trying to figure that. If we could figure out a way through that pesky firmament, and that's what uh, some one of the funnier um, they actually some guy was like, that's actually why the government was detonating nuclear bombs in space because we've been trying to break through the firmament since the 50s no shut the fuck up. i don't know was that good Kyrie? Good. that was Kyrie, wasn't it Kyrie irving is the, oh yeah. yeah that's right he is into that uh in other news i'm now a championship racquetball player add that to the list of things i'm good at i do not believe you i'm pretty good dude i'm getting better i bet i've never played that game once in my life and i'm pretty sure i will slaughter you Listen, dude. Ever since you went to Disney World, you're a real, you're a real <laughs> Disney dickhead. All right. Um. So let's uh let's let's get to our interview. A listener, a new friend, Hot Wheels. We're we're gonna learn. Um, get some gratitude in your life, people. Um, it's a pretty uh pretty a pretty unique story. Nice to finally uh, probably speak to you. speak at some of you. There we go. That's proper English. I don't get to see you, but you'll get to hear me. Where are you coming from? Um, just outside of Chicago, Illinois. How's that going? It's nice and sunny out there. Actually, the temperature dropped like 25 degrees in one day, so I'm pretty miserable. 90 to 70 is not cool. Oh, dude, I would kill for that right now. It's like a thousand percent humidity. It's awful in the in southern Louisiana, so I'll trade you. Grass is always greener on the other side, brother. Right? That's true, except in winter, in which case your grass is going to be pure white. <laughs> well, yeah, for like two days, then it turns this nasty gray and freezes over and never goes away, and it's ugly and depressing, and don't remind me that it's coming. <laughs> I saw some 
in their seasonal depression shit, I think. Yeah, I think I do too, a little bit. Uh, but around here, it never gets cold. It's just sweltering hot the entire time. Um, yeah, so how'd you hear about our show, man? How'd I hear about you guys? Um, 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 um. I don't want to give Chris and Dave all the credit, but it might have been that joint podcast or uh, either that or, like, I'm constantly, like, checking for, like, new recovery podcasts that ain't fucking I got drunk, I got sober, this is a podcast, you know. Like, I don't know. They pop up and freaking some of them disappear just as soon as they pop up. And, like, you guys were just kind of consistently, like, next to dopey and like the thing I was like, i'm gonna check them out and like a couple of guests like oh jeez man i was listening to drop the ball on that one <laughs> heron dude uh danny heron i forget released in yeah. the video. if yeah. he put out boy, if he put out some content i wouldn't forget his name hint hint clue clue i know uh, I mean, he hadn't put out anything in like a month or so huh or a few months yeah but he seemed like a busy guy on the straight arrow, so. He is. He's doing good prison work, man. Prison yeah. reform. We need, we definitely need that, man. Quit locking up junkies, man. Criminals. Absolutely. Yeah, I, so I, I think I first heard your story on Dopey. Uh, it must have been like a year ago, at least. A year or two. I guess it was like a year. Oh, man. Well, that premise, that was like, I found that show one night when I was freaking kicking. And, uh, like whoa a new recovery podcast and i hit play and like freaking 20 minutes later i'm not so sure this shit's about recovery but sure can't <laughs> listen and then like three episodes in chris mentioned something about dmt and I was, i've done that shit how's he know about that shit like i gotta call these motherfuckers he knows about dmt oh wow somebody else has talked to god too so i like <laughs> called up and left the voice smile i don't know i'm gonna call back and up until everybody wants to I mean, when you're in a wheelchair everybody what's wrong with you what happened to you so like i don't know i think they might ask why the name hot wheels and i had to explain because i'm in a wheelchair genius. well that's well that's let's you know that's a, a fine place to start so how did you wind up in a wheelchair i'll okay. be that guy hey man how'd you wind up in a wheelchair On New Year's Eve of 2003 to 4, one of my... I can't... I I ain't listen to this fucking asshole. He called me up and wanted to, like, start partying early and, uh... Shooting some coke sounded like a good idea. How how old were you? Oh, oh. 22 or 3? 22, okay. Yeah, yeah, that stupid age. 22 or 23. I got the world and it can't hurt me. Um... I don't know, we went about the day, and I was just killing time to, like, my buddy's party that night. Um, everybody knows how coke goes, fucking. The only good coke is more coke, and went to the party, got all tanked up, and, like, well, I needed some coke to come down. He had this pond out in his back. I'd fucking swim across it all summer long for money, and I was thinking, you know, man, it's, like, warm outside. Theoretically, for being New Year's, it's, like, 60. I get some easy money swimming across that pound real quick. I'll get some coke real quick and not. Uh, I'm an attention whore. 
bipolar. Like, that might be my drug of choice before drugs. Like, attention. All of it. Give it to me. And a little bit more. So, yeah, I get out there and, like, I'd done it probably ten times before. I looked at it and I was like, oh, fuck, man. It's warm out. You go right through the ice. I'm like, get the last second. The showman that I am was like, man, you could probably pull, like, a double flip and do a dive out of this one. And uh, that's exactly what I did, except the fucking right into a frozen pond. Like six inches thick. So I went through the ice and like, uh, I never lost consciousness. It's a little, well, it's a little loaded. I'll get into that. It's funny because it's on your show. I don't think I brought that part up enough. That would be, it's actually a little bit of a religious experience. But anyway, where I was. So I went through the ice and there was like fucking, um, I thought I'd just like stand up and was like, Ooh, give me my money. Man, why can't you stand up? That must be thick ice. And I couldn't get through it, and I tried cracking it with the back of my head, and fucking probably got a concussion or two over that one. Like, uh, of trying to stand back up? Yeah, no, no, no. And I realized I couldn't stand back up. It was like, well, dude, you're going to drown underneath the ice and the water. Like, you're going to friggin' die. And, uh, I don't know. I've never been of the ilk that, like, wants to die, I've had that suicide, I don't even know if it's a suicidal thought, you know, like, the world would be better if I wasn't here, I just don't want to deal with it anymore, kind of like, suicidal thought, not like, I'm gonna take a bunch of pills and not wake up, and they're sitting right there, suicide kind of thought, yeah, like, I can't have think, I like, I don't want to die, I was like, well, I did hit straight, I don't know, I was an athlete, and I remember, like, man, if I hit straight, and my feet and hips were there were, like, people should be watching, like, right there. So I, like, kind of slam as far that way as you can without being able to use half your body. And like, one of my buddies stomped a hole in the ice and pulled me out. Oh, yeah, I kind of forgot about that part. Before he, like, pulled me out, I remember going, well, dude, that's it. It's been a nice one. And just breathing in water enough. I don't know if this is like because it wasn't my time or it don't happen, but there wasn't no bright light. Or I don't know, my life didn't flash before my eyes. It was black, it was dark. I remember that clearly. That's, I've had a. Is that freaking my time not up or is that, is there no light? I've got multiple. That kind of happened to on. During my coma, and I had it was, it was kind of scary. Instead of seeing black, I started seeing red, like red and orange. That was a terror. That was a a, a cocaine overdose. Um, and that was like the scariest near death thing I had because I just remember seeing lots of red and orange. And I was that like, would definitely sky would. Oh my god, I'm already there. Oh, do yeah, not, yeah. Do not collect two hundred dollars. I'm in hell. Yeah, straight up. So, so I don't know. Yeah, I would go with it. Probably just wasn't your time. I mean, obviously you're still here. Yeah. No, next thing I knew was what the fuck was that? Like a bunch of people looking over me, like, "Whoa, that was gnarly." And then I couldn't walk or move. No. So what? I mean, what was your first thoughts with that? I mean, panic or so there was no pain. I played football in high school and like. What'd you play? 
uh, defensive end. So I like to lower the boom on this motherfucker real good. And uh, I gotta I get I, my head. Like I'd be thrown out of the NFL right now. I would not get a paycheck the way I hit people. I would be suspended. Like you do not. No. I I gotta try to get you to uh, you trail off a little bit. So I'm gonna try to get you to speak up a little bit. Okay. Sorry. I'd like try to nail people with like that spot right above your eyes. Like the harder to hit, the better the hit. No. I thought I just kind of. Gave myself a stinger where, like, your arms go numb, but a real good one. So I was just kind of waiting for the feeling to come back. But I never came back. I mean, here we are 14 years later. I'm still waiting. But uh, I didn't realize freaking, like, the gravity of it until, like, probably a week later. Maybe. Go ahead. Um, it really doesn't click when you're doped up on everything in the world. And doctors go, spinal cord injury, this, that. And it's like, until this point in my life, I had, like, recovered from everything. Like, was indestructible. I didn't worry about it. In my mind, I was like, yeah, I'll be walking out of here in a month. Oh, fuck you. And, um, that's not the case when you mess with the spinal cord. So what were so I mean what were the doctors telling you? <laughs> you broke your neck. You're not gonna walk. Um, physical therapy and that really don't say much to you. Um, to, uh, that's what I've learned is doctors are actually just practicing medicine. They don't know as much as you think, man. Like you said, they really don't know shit. I was listening to a podcast. They don't know much more than Google. Like, what can they possibly do? Run some tests and check Google? Like, it's practicing medicine. No. Man, I think they told me I had like a 6% chance of recovering to walk this and that. I do remember them going, saying people in your position do find themselves winding up in addiction like more than half the time and going, great, I've already been there once. Like, uh, I kind of saw that coming like freaking what am I talking about? I mean, it never really stopped. The only thing that wasn't constant was heroin because I kind of had the thought of, man, if heroin just wasn't in my life, everything would be great. But I think we all kind of thought that in the beginning. Right? If I just didn't do heroin, everything would be great. Beer, fine. You know, they never heard anybody. So you were, so you were a drug addict before this? Oh, yeah. Drug addict probably, like, 100% undeniably what caused this. It's kind of funny. I was talking to my sponsor last night. Alcohol's like never been my go-to. Probably my last thing. Like if you're like, here, what do you want to relapse? I sure wouldn't be that. But I, it's always the first one. And it's the one that's fucked my life up the most. Yeah. yeah I question like, am I alcohol? Like, I can have two drinks and put it down sometimes. I'm definitely a drug addict. You might alcohol. Like, I, I, yes, I am. It put me in a wheelchair. Like, sometimes I can have two drinks and be fine. Sometimes I have two drinks and I might wind up at your house in Louisiana. You know, <laughs> the plan. Like, so what do they do? They load you up with pain pills and prescriptions if you have if you get paralyzed. 
Like, do you have I a... I up at a, like, really good place in Chicago where they basically told me they ain't in the business of churning out addicts, so they had me off of, like, everything by the time I left Northwestern Hospital. And I take that back. They had me down to, like, like which is pretty good considering, like, being there in a month and a half. I was on, like, IV'd a lot and, like, none of that. And I'll be honest, like, I stayed off the opiates and shit after I broke my neck probably for a good five years. Then I started hustling some weed and uh, by proxy I'm one of the people the doctors did screw. I didn't get my pills from the doctor but everybody else went to the doctor and got them a handful of the Norcos and like me had like flipping some pot and a handful of cash and would be more than happy to buy them. You know, so I would just amass, like, massive amounts of narcos and, like, never thought that they would run out where they'd run out. No. Uh, somewhere towards the end of that, I remember looking at it being like, wow, there's, like, 40 left, dude. You're going to wind up back on heroin. And, no. Uh, yeah, I, I did. I mean, I didn't have to do the doctor shop thing. There's no doubt in my mind I could probably still play the quadriplegic and freaking find some doctors to give me some good shit, but I don't want to. I feel like I, I, I have no desire to get high. Although every once in a while, like, I haven't had a relapse in a while, knock on wood, thank God. My sponsor's 12 steps. It's been a while, but like, I just like continually freaking in and out, in and out, in and out, in and out, in and out. How long do you have now? I uh, I don't honestly know. Between five and six months, my sponsor. Can nice. Yeah. Because I, I was one of them people that dwells on days, and I get like three months, and then like celebrate ninety days, within the ninety second day. Like I got ninety two days. She don't repeat process. Is is it super easy for you to fall back into the self pity thing? I mean, because I'm just you know yeah, I'll, I'll be straight well, up with you. It's like that. That's one of those like straight on. Yeah, every day I kind of wake up and it's, it's self pity. It's like man, I don't want to get out of bed because like I want to read the paper, but I don't want you take 15 minutes to go get the paper. Like, yeah. Uh... So how do you get out of that? Some days I just man up and go get the fucking paper, and I usually feel pretty good about myself. And there's other days I just don't kind of feel miserable and don't read the paper for three days and freaking, like you said, fall into that trap. Yeah. So what made you want to quit dope? Well, I know it won't translate real good on the podcast, but you can see on the camera... Right over there, uh, I shot three bags of dope doing exactly what Brian did wanted to do, the clue in Brian's program, and Brian pushed the plunger down, and Brian got high, and Brian felt exactly how Brian wanted to feel, and that was not doing it anymore. It finally hit me, that line in the book, when the drugs cease to work. Yeah. 
I was, um, man, it's real good for this one on your show. I, I, I discovered what it actually meant to be spiritually bankrupt. Like, there was no actual consequences to my using at the time. Like, I was just blowing my money. I wasn't robbing anybody. But, like, it was empty and unfulfilling, and I wanted out. Which is, uh, easier said than done, you know. Otherwise, I'd have a lot more than six months. Yeah. So many dead friends, but, you know. Oh, uh, got another one is freaking, like, I'm approaching, I'm, I just turned 38. They don't make old junkies. No, they certainly don't. I go to an NA meeting and I look around and it's like, man, I'm the old crusty bastard at 38. And then the scary thing is I come back next week and find out six of the 18-year-olds have dropped dead. Like, what? Like, whew, man, it's scary out there. It's not the game that, like, I started playing in 1999. No, I'm kind of losing you on the volume again. Sorry, I'm, I'm going to hound you on that because I'm a jerk like that. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, the game has totally changed. It's not the one I got in in 1999. People drop like flies. Yeah. Yeah, it's certainly different. Um, I mean, but man, I don't think you give you... Well, I hope... I don't know that you don't, but I hope you give yourself some credit for it because I think that's the harder thing to do is to get sober without really having to. You know what I'm saying? It's like you were saying... I don't. I didn't really have consequences. I had money. I could get dope. It just didn't work. Yeah. Well, that's a scary fucking position, to be honest. It was like, wow, what now? What fixed everything doesn't work? Like, all of a sudden, all the material I'd been reading for years started, like, clicking. Like, oh, that's what they meant. Oh, oh. Like, what do you mean drugs cease to work anymore? Fucking, if you use enough of them, they work. That's not what they mean. Like, the desired effect. Like, it wasn't killing what I was trying to kill anymore, which I still don't know what that is. Yeah, I mean, it's just that, (laughs) to quote it, is that spiritual malady. That's the hardest thing, if you heard. I mean, I work with adolescents now. It's like, they cannot grasp that concept. They're like, what are you talking about? Like, Drugs are awesome right now, like, uh, and they work. And I'm just like, yeah, uh, I, they're not gonna. <laughs> like that light switch that went on that said they're fun is going to go off. Right, that's good. Like, they're not going to be fun. Yeah, and the way things are going, they're just not even going to make it to that point. They're just, you know, it's it's just not even. You can't, it's just too risky now. It's, I would say, like, the battlefield's getting tougher for people that are just getting into the dope game these days. Like, you're you're going to struggle in worse ways, I feel like. I, yeah. I, yeah. Like, them. Yeah, you might not even have a chance to make it to a facility like yours nowadays. Like, yeah. One might be the last one. Like, 
I don't know. I'm at that age of the generation where the government fucking lied. Like, everything's horrible, and it's going to ruin your life. And, like, I smoked pot, and nothing happened. So it was like, them liars. I tried coke, and nothing really bad happened. And it just continued on. I was like, wow, they lied about everything. Well, they were half right about heroin, but... I mean, yeah, yeah. But, so, I what mean, do you... Yes. And so, you, uh, you do online meetings? Yeah. How's that? Different ways. Um, pretty good when you're motivated. I try to like hit one and participate in one every day. But you can um, get in your funk and not go to one. And when you not go to one, you can not go to two, and then you can like not be at one for a week, and then like you can be on the end of a needle. Right. So I I try to like hit one every day. Um, talk to my sponsor twice a week, which is weird because your salary recovery is great man freaking when I was out there using doing my shit like no way in hell freaking would I be talking to like a 52 year old gay guy about my fucking personal shit <laughs> well I look forward to Wednesdays and Sundays and meeting with my sponsor and telling a 50 something year old gay man how fucked up my life is like yeah. I never would have been like no I would have like been the guy going hey fag like no, now I'm not anymore. It's I don't know. It's kind of a beautiful thing. I, it is. I'm sorry if I offended anybody with that word. I mean, I say it. I don't mean it the way. No, I mean I think you're making a good point of just like how it, it it's the great equalizer. It's like the DMV, like drugs. You know that's what they say in the book too. It doesn't matter your race, creed, religion, job, no money, lots of money. Doesn't matter. You're all the same. You're all just a drug addict, and you can relate to anyone. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, yeah. I think um, that speech, I'm just thinking of all the times that's happened to me. It's like, I can relate to that. I can relate to that. Like, freaking. I don't understand, like, freaking. I, uh, I don't understand how some of the rich people that are open about their sobriety, like, stay clean. I don't know. For me, man, money's always been a trigger. Yeah, me it's too. easy to stay clean when you ain't freaking got nothing. Like, it's true. Okay, here's two hundred bucks. Go stay clean. Like, uh, um, uh, okay. I usually got to like go blow it on fucking stupid shit so I don't have drug money. That's what I do. What do you? So what do you do? Are you on disability or what do you yeah. do for? Yeah. Actually, I don't even think it's disability. It's SSI. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Same difference. But I yeah. Know. Are you you sponsoring anyone else? Me? No, I don't. Well, why not? Well, I think starters, you should. This this is uh this is your wake up call. I think you should start sponsoring people. Oh, this is what I get for telling them. Uh, <laughs> Son of a bitch! You addiction specialist can't stay out of my damn life. <laughs> For real though, man. Like, I mean, my sponsor studying to be one too. Oh man. Oh okay. What's your aim, That's that's something you could do too, man. Yeah, it is. I need to string some time together. It's something I thought about, but I mean, until I stop being epic relapse, dude. 
Well, you're you know you're on a good run right now. That's all that matters. How are you? So you know we'll 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 breach this subject. So how does God fit into all this with you? Oh, well, that's where this is awesome, and you guys kind of came in. Um, I was like raised and baptized Catholic, but could always like had this mind that was like why. And like logical, mm-hmm. that story didn't make sense to me. And like I'd be picking it apart in CCD, like, well, wire. Uh, what is it? The Cain and Abel story. Where he says he's gonna go like wander the earth, and his parents are like, well, what if somebody killed? Well, my man says if they're the only people on earth, he can go wander wherever he wants. Ain't nobody gonna murk him. Like I ain't stupid. <laughs> to see Brian. You're reading too much of the Bible. Like, am I here to read it or am I here not to read it? Like, I don't all right. know. So I've like, hey, just I just kind of backburnered all that in my life, and um, I don't want to say I went the atheist route because like I just point up and be like, dude, if you don't think there's something more than us going on, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. But I refused to cave in to the idea that there was one Almighty freaking God that pulled the strings for everything. And I still really don't know where I'm at on that. But I listen to your podcast a lot. Because, like, my, I don't know, my sponsor's like, well, pick something and work with it. And if it don't, go with it. And, like, I didn't like that idea, to be honest. And I didn't listen. They didn't listen. They kept getting high. So I took a suggestion. And since I didn't know shit about religion, I didn't feel like blowing everything up and starting it over, so I went back to where I learned. And about the same time, I, I found church and other drugs, and you guys were talking about Jesus and God in a way that wasn't, like, making me wanting to turn this shit off. Like, <laughs> okay, 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 I t- and I, I went take- on a binge, and, like, freaking, you guys have been part of my spiritual journey, finding out of my understanding ever since I got higher power I, I ain't sure I really understand them sometimes which might be why I run into issues but I don't think any of us really do I mean we you've listened to me I mean yeah there's tons of confusion there but it's you know I just keep going man um do you think your injury like because I'm I'm transplanting how I would deal with it onto you. So it's like, did that, like, make you hate God? Did you blame God? Did that throw a wrench in your whole thing? Or has it strengthened it? Or If anything, it was like that whole everything going black and not being there, like, maybe got me thinking there... Not thinking, I already thought. But, like, in that direction that there is something more than this and you have some kind of purpose. Otherwise... Natural selection would have just taken you, stupid. Like, yeah, yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. You just why are why are you alive? And and uh, yeah, that's that's the, the most basic of questions, but that's a damn good point. I mean, dude, and that's that's what I'm saying. I think I think you are gonna come out on top, and I think your story is crazy inspiring and can be crazy useful 
That's when I told my sponsor, I was like, yeah, you go on this podcast. And I was like, You're always talking about that other one. I don't know. I really wasn't on Twitter with the dopey community. And then, like, Chris died. And, like, for, I don't know. I read something where somebody was like, where's Hot Wheels at? What, what the fuck? He's hiding out from all this? I was like, whoa. Like, people, like, care about me? People want to yeah. know who I am? Like, oh, okay. I had in there made a few friends and fucking, like, I don't know. The, the web's gotten wider and freaking like, well, you sure you're not doing it for your ego? You do get a big one. It's like, yeah, I'm pretty sure. But yeah. if you think fucking I shouldn't do it, you can go fuck yourself because if it keeps somebody off the needle for like one hour, one day, my goal is accomplished. Like, I don't know. Maybe if like one person stays straight from here in this conversation for the day, it's one tiny little beer. Well, I mean, it's, it's stories like like yours take away really any trivial excuse people could have. Like, oh, well, I got fired, so I want to go get high. Or, oh, my girlfriend dumped me. It's like, well, I can't walk, and I'm sober, so, like, shut up. Like, you can do it. You know, I mean, like, to put it bluntly, it's like... Weird flip side, I, like, I'll come back with, like, arrows in my flaming ass, and I'll get the pat on the back, and, like, I'll get the words of, well, man, I would get high if I was in your position, too. Is that insulting? Yeah, I want to kick the motherfucker nuts if I could. Did I just insult you, then? No. I didn't mean to. No, no, like, you... I, I see what you're saying. Though. Oh, so, like, they give when, me like this bad, like I, I would use too if I was in your position. So it's like give like I don't know. I'm not like yeah. mad that people ain't holding me accountable, but every once in a while I run into these people that like, like yeah, man, I'd get high if I were you. I wouldn't worry about getting high once in a while. Like, dude, I don't want to die. Like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, I can, I can totally well, see I that. Be here, like. What about so? You, what about your family? Mom and dad still around? Um, dad died a couple years ago from uh, mm. the most aggressive brain cancer you can get. Oh man, sorry to hear that. Yeah. Same thing. John Wayne McCain died from recently. Same one. Really? Yeah. Shows what money gets you, huh? He got yeah. he got a year and a half. My dad got six weeks. Jeez. Same cancer. <sighs> but uh, whatever. That's neither here nor there. Um, uh, yeah, they got divorced when I was like three. So that's one of them things that bats around in my head. It's like, mm, did I turn out the way I did because of that? And like my brothers and sisters are like, no, nah, it was miserable when they were together. So, and I guess my roundabout way with that question was, do, do you, like, you close with your family? Brothers, sisters, yeah, mom? Yes and no. My mom drives me absolutely crazy. Well, I'm sure everybody's mother drives me absolutely crazy, but <laughs> being in a wheelchair and not being able to, like, immediately get away kind of hinders the situation. <laughs> and then she's like, oh, man, what, what's that? Is she a worrier? Yes. Yeah. And codependent. Does she, is she like? Does she try to like still be like a super caretaker? Yeah, yeah. 
What if I go away and you fall on the floor? What if you're here and I fall on the floor? You can't pick me up. Like, God, just things like that. I don't know. But I love her. I love her. It makes it sound like I mean I'm my mom. No, no, no that, that's everyone's mom, man. Uh, so what do you what do you what do you fill your days with, man? Couple meetings. I don't know. I try to fill maybe some video games or something. Shit. Um, my endless fourth step recently. I've been working on that slowly but surely. Um, knock that thing out, bro. There's no knocking it out. Every time I write down three things, like ten more freaking pop up in my head. Like, did I do anything right? Did I not offend or fuck anybody? That's like. Can I just, like, write down, like, thieving, degenerate, that cares about nothing but himself, and, like, be done with it? Like, apologize to everybody from now on? (laughs) I guess that would be taking an easier stuff. That would be taking the... No, we need to hear specifically what you did. As long as you went like my one creepy sponsor and go, and don't forget the sex part. Uh, I bet that's him too, isn't it? That'd be hilarious. He's like, "You talking about me, bro?" Or he calls and he's like, "You working on that sex part?" I would love that. No, this is actually a sponsor a few years ago, and when he said that, that was the end of him. That was the end. (laughs) Literally, like, what kind of creepy big guy? That's funny. I guess you kind of had to be there to hear him say it. Don't forget the sexy. Get so, all you want, because if that's all you want, I'll just make some shit up. I'll go grab a couple of penthouses. Like, <laughs> hey. So, in in kind of wrapping it, man, what yeah. what would you you've got? What would you? What advice would you impart on people? Anyone that's struggling right now. Man, my opinions have changed so much. I used to think, man, 12 steps get clean and just freaking, like, nothing. But, uh, dude, just don't die. Don't use a loan. Fucking, like, make sure if you're gonna use, like, try and be smart about it. But don't use if you can, man. There's a million doctors out there. Go get, like, get on back. Dude, like. Do anything, but continue to run the gamut because eventually the clock runs out. Like I said, they don't make old junkies or meth heads. Yeah. So, if you make three days, make three one more. I mean, shit, if I die. If I can, you can. There you go. Spoken from a true junkie, man. Well, Brian, I'm rooting for you, dude. Thanks for coming on, man. No problem. I don't know. I got nervous. I was getting nervous. I'm not very good at leading a conversation. Nah, man. You did fine. I my own podcast. <laughs> you should, man. The Hot Wheels Hour. Uh, yeah, but all the good topics are taken, man. You guys are freaking robbing them. What's left? Dude, there's, there's plenty left. Just make it your own. Yeah. I'm I'm still batting ideas around, but all right. Yeah, man. <laughs> all right, man. Well, we'll uh, we'll we'll talk to you soon. We'll check up on you, all right, buddy. Sounds good. Please do, man. Yeah.
good finally meeting and seeing you. And I see why when people see you and go, go, Judd? Uh, I know. The first 40 podcasts, in my mind, you were like this six foot three shaved head dude covered in tattoos with a goatee that was running guns and meth across Louisiana and shit. And I see <laughs> like this motherfucker. Yeah. This is the guy. I know, dude. Full of guns when the sheriff showed up, tweaked out of his mind. What? Yeah, what? times were different then, dude. It's it's uh, <laughs> I get I get the same thing when because I talk to parents, uh, like with with my kids at rehab, and then they'll show up for parent day, and they just like they'll give me the look up and down, and they're like, Jed, and I'm like, <laughs> Yeah, that's me, buddy. Let's do this. Let's do this. <laughs> Like we said, it is super. It's weird. It's cool. It's a good remind. I don't. Not a reminder, but when people say that we that this show has actually been part of their spiritual journey in any way, shape, or form, just still kind of blows my mind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it it um it's for real. Why I keep uh, talking to you after yeah. my bedtime? I know. <laughs> yeah, you're laying in bed. You're like, I don't want to do this. Ah, oh, damn it! The spiritual responsibilities. This motherfucker. My wife. I keep like every because I don't. I don't know. I just don't talk about the podcast with her very much because she doesn't listen. And um, every like three months, I'll bring it up. And she's like, Oh shit! I forgot you do that. <laughs> Has she ever listened to an episode? <laughs> I think she's listened to maybe one or two. But I could I- literally say anything I want right now. My wife would never hear it. I mean, let's test that theory. I love her so much. She's like the absolute smart move, my friend. See, that comes after year five. You said, yeah, that's making the smart moves. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the time for joking is over. Yeah. (laughs) Um. Um. No, it's it's humbling. It's real cool. Um, It's uh, really cool. Solid. Otherwise, man. It's a weird season, brother. Work is tough. Work is hard, man. Work work and financial insecurity, dude, are the banes of my existence. Work's not the bane of my existence, Ooh, but just, you know. I, that, I'm with you. I feel you. I don't... I've, I feel yeah. like you're at such a, an upper echelon beyond me, though, but you also have cheering. Dude, my bills are cray-cray. Really? Dude, yeah. Once, well... Yes, 
they are. But, well, I, I mean, that's all relative. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's all completely relative. I live in um, – it's much more expensive to live where I live than where you live. This but is it's true. much more it's much more expensive to live other places than in the country than where I live. This is true. I also have two kids and my wife works very part time. Um you know, I yeah. don't know, dude. I we're we survive and we're comfortable like I'm able to save a little bit every month. Well let, and, all right. So let me ask you this. Hit me. Um so we're we're you know, Kaylee wants a kid. Also, hold on. Oh, yeah, I've been I've been fucking crack broke in sobriety for like, I've been uber duber duber broke. So I know that life. For like periods of years or like we're talking. Fuck dude. Until like two years ago. For real? Really? Okay. I that's mean, we were like scraping yeah. by for a long time. Okay. Is it? Yeah. That's so, I was really about to say, oh, that makes me feel so good that you almost didn't make it. I, I, pr- I appreciate that, but Thank it really, you. it really. Does. I mean, yeah, I, I, I forget. I do forget. It's, yeah. I, and I, it's like I, the advice I give all the time is like, don't expect everything to happen all at once. And there is still that, you know, I am four years sober, but I'm only four years sober, and it's, you know, I still, I'm learning my lessons. You know, I, I've heard a lot of speakers talk about the first five years as early sobriety. That makes a lot of sense. I mean, it's really it's funny i mean i need to like go back and you know it's only been two years but go back and listen just to see how my mindset's been changing but oh yeah for sure no it it makes a lot of sense um the question i was gonna ask uh yeah so kaylee wants cheering i mean Uh too but she really does so that's we'll probably start working for that around january well you're already practicing now i assume yeah i think i figured it out i'm still you know not really quite sure. It's something to do with like elbows, right? You know, you gotta get the birds and the bees talks from Miss Miriam again. I guess so. Uh, <laughs> Mir- Miriam, email me, church. No, please, God, don't. I don't know. <laughs> She's gonna email you like a diagram yeah. from an eighth grade sex ed <laughs> book. Um, Oh my god, our sex ed video was quick side. Note. Our sex ed video was so hilarious. It had it had it, it must have been from 1972, but it had two out like chalk outlines of a male and a female and the voice was like you know, you go through your life thinking a certain way and then <laughs> around age 12 to 15 your bodies get <laughs> No, no, it said your bodies get activated and then they start glowing like (laughs) so funny um that's incredible no so do i need to like will i be able like will i be able to make it work with the finances i have now is that like a thing you can just do you just kind of adapt and or do i really need do you have to like wait till you're at some sort of bro there's no it's never like you can never afford a kid. Okay, good. Like that's not a Is thing. that is that universal? That's just that's just how it is. It's a mindset, man. It's like everybody okay. so again, money is all relative and lifestyle is all relative. So like for some people they like I have to have my 501k in place and I have to blah 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 blah, blah. you know what I mean 401k and I have to have 100 grand at the bank before I have a kid cuz then I won't be stable and for us it was like oh shit we got pregnant on our honeymoon I guess we'll make this work yeah and you made it work you know and we made it work and we were broke like real broke 
But we made it work, you know. And like no regrets. Uh, I mean, these are I've been no, asking the I same really, stupid like, we questions also, forever. We were I'm also sorry. really, yeah, I hate you. No, we were also really young, like yeah. Um, and we made, we did the best we knew how, and we really tried hard to make good decisions. So, like, I don't think we could have done it any better. I'll say that. Yeah, and like you're still, you know, you're still cool with your kids. You're not trying to take them back every week. Um, nah, dude, my kids are the shit. My kids are so dope. Today I came home and Kai, my oldest, who's like super artistic and creative and stuff, I was asking him about his day and he's like, yeah, I made this thing. We made, we were supposed to make this uh, star in art, but I made it different than every all the other kids in class. And I made it so that you can fold it into this other thing and it turns into one thing and then you fold it into this other thing and it turns into something completely different and then you unfold it and it's the star like everybody else is but i just made mine like way better good god man i know he's the shit yeah so it's like you know kids are kids man they're super resilient they don't know any different um you know my kids are now to the point where um i mean there's kids that have that are more affluent in their class. There are definitely kids that are way, um, that don't have as much. It's just, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't matter. Like none of it matters. Yeah. Kids. The cool, the coolest thing is I think that we keep, um, super open lines of communication with our kids and, uh, they know that we, that it's a safe place that our house is like a safe place emotionally. So, I don't even know that you're a safe place, though. So that's that. You know, you are not a safe place. You have no oh. safe harbor here, sir. No, I know, dude. Gosh. <laughs> um, oh, uh, quick update for if anyone has been praying. Well, a few people said they were praying, so thank you for that. But we got uh Brad's uh wife into rehab. Oh no, shit! Yeah, dude, that's yeah. dope. Yes, it's super awesome. So he's super relieved. So everybody, yeah, definitely keep praying. Um, you know, now the real, the real work starts. But the the first big hurdle is is you know, is is done. So that's, that's great. Awesome. Yeah. So I'm pretty stoked on that. Um. Oh. Yeah. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> dude, dude, I keep last thing because it's just funny. I keep uh, you know, we got a new kitten. Why do you have so or many? Or not a new Why one. It's the same one. Have... It's the same one. How many cats do you have? Three. How many other animals do you have in the house? Two. So you have five yeah. furry animals in your home. I do. When is too, When is enough enough? Like, when is it too many? Uh, a thousand? <laughs> What's the literature say? I don't know. Um, This one's hilarious, though, but I keep I keep peeing on it. What? So, it's Why not my happen? fault, dude. It is unavoidable. Like, I, so it is obsessed with toilets and water and anything running and any noise that sounds like water being poured. And so I will be in the bathroom, door closed, urinating like 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 humans do, and mm-hmm. it will just dart up and just stick its head in the middle of the stream, <laughs> dude. <laughs> this has happened a few times. Where I've just tinkled on his freaking head, man. Dude, what Petri- is it with you, you and pee pee and poo poo, dude? 
dude. I don't, <laughs> I don't know, man. I, don't I guess maybe I really am being like like God is just preparing me for parenthood, dude. Oh, dude. If there's one thing about I know about kids is there's fucking so much poop, dude. There's like they dookie everywhere. Are your kids trained yet? Of course. They use still- the litter box. <laughs> yeah, that's right. How long did it take? Uh, our youngest was easier than our oldest. Fuck, dude. Until like no accidents. I don't know. I mean, gosh, still <laughs> I mean, until yesterday. no accidents. I mean, I, I'm still working on that. Apparently. <laughs> so we're on uh, Miriam. We're on year 31. Like where's the training? <laughs> I don't know, dude. I I mean, the majority of it gets is usually by like three. The majority. But some kids take longer than others. Some kids are easier than others. Goodness gracious. My my youngest, he just started like one day he just like started peeing and shit in the the toilet. Like I didn't even ask him to. That's what I'm saying. Anyway, yeah, (laughs) it just seems. Yeah, it just seems like why don't you just like go in there? Yeah, he did. He I didn't even ask him. He just like ripped off his diaper and went and like took a shit one day. And that was have... <laughs> <laughs> He's so easy though, dude. He's like the easiest. <laughs> That's awesome, dude. Well yeah, Well send us an email at church and other drugs at gmail dot com. Patreon dot com slash church and other drugs. The Patreon's really heating up. Uh Brad has committed to doing diss tracks. For anyone that appears on Patreon, starting with Heath Dills that he that I posted on our Facebook page, uh, it's it's good stuff. There is a diss track and then a rebuttal and then a rebuttal <laughs> diss track. So I mean, we, we, we have a good time. We have fun. We keep it up, bro. Yeah, we keep, we keep it up. All right, you guys. Later.